Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that becoming your best self has more to do with cultivating a sense of self that most people don't even know exists? When we're mired in the little s self, or the self identified with the ego mind, who we think we are is very much defined by lack and what we wished we had or wished we were. As we start to shift our perspective to the big s self by releasing distortion patterns, who we think we are changes. We start to experience our true self and along with it more and more free will. Today we're discussing how to discover your best self, self-empowerment and free will. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration associated with this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GSC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Let's jump right in. So Karen, a lot of people talk about the difference between free will and fate or destiny. Mm -hmm. So what are you referring to here between self-empowerment and free will? Do we all have it? Do mm -hmm. you only have it sometimes? Tell me what you think about that. Yeah. So... What I'll say is, you know, in this conversation between free will and what's destined, I'll just say as a general general note that I'm more in the free will camp. However, that there's something that we need to do to unlock more and more free will. And it doesn't act the way that people think it is, meaning like we either have it or don't. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? A lot of people think of it as binary. And that... Um, also for destiny, that it's, you know, either, you know, certain things are absolutely fated, you know, and there's nothing you can do about it, that type of thing, right? Yeah. So um, what I'll say is the way that free will works on spirit level is that as beings, we come, all of us come in with a certain level of free will, okay? But what binds us, what keeps us from having full free will that's fully expressed is our distortion patterns. And those distortion patterns are running and condition all of our thoughts, feelings, emotions, what we believe is possible, what we believe is right, what we believe is wrong, all that sort of stuff. And so even though we have this sense that um, we're doing things and we may think, oh, we're doing completely out of our own free will, we're actually being very conditioned by the distortion patterns that are running through us. Okay, And especially at the beginning, when people start on their spiritual journey and they haven't released a lot of their distortion patterns, they have much less free will than you would think or that you would hope for. Mm. But as you release your distortion patterns and your frequency resonance starts to rise, you don't have as many distortion patterns. So therefore, you have more and more free will. Mm. You have more option to choose because you're not as bound by the things that run you without you even realizing that they run you. Like, and they're kind of like unconscious, you know? Right. I yeah. feel like I see that a lot with people and pain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. so unconsciously identified with their pain. Yeah. They don't even realize that the, the way they're speaking, acting, seeing the world is yeah. like through the eyes of pain. Yes. Constantly. Yeah, the filter of their pain. Right. Yeah. So when we have things like um, 
a perspective where we have a lot more distortion patterns. We're more mired in our what I call the small s self, right? Or the little s self, or the self that is identified with the ego mind, where we can only see things from the perspective of a very, very human. And when we see from only that perspective, it's funny, we can get locked into certain filters like pain. Yeah. So for example, people don't even recognize change because they imagine, like from their mind, they think, okay, success or a marker of something have having changed in a way that I want is, for example, I don't know, like me getting this job. If I get this job, then I will know that whatever I've done has been successful because, yay, I've gotten the job, tick, right? Mm -hmm. So they do the different things. They do frequency work. They do self-improvement, whatever, whatever. They're, they become more at ease with they, their life. They become more confident. They feel better. They haven't gotten the job yet, so they don't yet realize or recognize that things have positively changed. Like all this other stuff's happening, but because they fixated on that one marker for change, and because their perspective is more narrow, they can't perceive all the other stuff that's happening around them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They yes. only see it through that filter. Right. So when we're mired in the small s self, we're not very empowered because we, like I said, have a very specific linear focus that's established by the mind. As you release your distortion patterns, you start to be able to tip into what I call an awareness of your big S self or the self that's associated with spirit, where you have a much broader and much more expansive perspective of you in your life and your experience of your life. It's the perspective of spirit as mm. you as infinite indestructible consciousness. So you're not as pinned down to what your mind dictates must be in order for an outcome to have been achieved. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? It, yeah, it's less I, linear. You have a broader perspective. I guess in my mind, I'm associating free will with the mind. But, mm -hmm. you're, but you're saying when you have more access to the biggest self, that's where the free will comes in. Yeah. So how is free will associated with spirit? Yeah. Right? It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So to me, when you are resonating higher and you're more associated with big S self, you have free will. Because and especially at the higher and higher level orders, because you recognize that you have infinite indestructible consciousness. You're not mired or bound by distortion patterns that are being caused by a whole bunch of different things that are often coming from the human experience, mm -hmm. such as the veil of forgetting, right. right? This feeling that we have that we're separate and disconnected, or all the distortion patterns coming from your lineage, or through your culture, or through religion. As you release your distortion patterns and as you become higher in your resonance and associate more with the big S self, you see the illusion of the physical reality. And that isn't as binding on you. Mm. And as a result, you make different choices. Does that make sense? Yes. Because you're not as constrained by those distortion patterns which condition the way you you're think. You're free. Yes. Free will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So yes. it changes. And so why we call this self-empowerment and free will is because as you make the choice to release your distortion patterns, which actually requires an act of free will, right? Which is the confirming of the removal of distortion patterns. I talk about this all the time. Yeah. If you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you don't confirm, remove the distortion patterns, 
by yourself, meaning taking the act of conscious free will to do that, I can't do that for you. That's for you to do in your own journey. Mm -hmm. So you're exercising your free will, and the more you do that, the more free will you gain. It's almost mm -hmm. like you're getting a bigger and bigger muscle as you release more and more of your distortion, as you start to also experience your big S self. It all kind of happens together, mm -hmm. but they're reinforcing each other. I see, and that's where that empowerment comes. Yeah, Okay, exactly. that, that all makes sense. So really it's just practicing. Mm -hmm. Practicing moving out of the small s self, connecting yep. to the big s self, realizing you're actually free, yep. and then therefore yeah. choosing yes. according to that. And the yeah. free will isn't even a necessarily a recognition at the beginning. It comes as a natural consequence of you releasing the distortion. Okay. Make sense? Right. Because then all of a sudden, as you release the distortion patterns, you may even be releasing like rule sets where you believe that the world should be this way, right? Because if someone doesn't do something right, then they're a bad person, or they're a good person, or they should have done this or that, or whatever it is, you start to release some of your rule sets. And then you start to think, well, do I want those rule sets? Do they really help me? Where did they come from? You know, are they mm. really for my highest and best good? Are they allowing me to expand? Are mm. they allowing me to grow? You know, as you start to release things around identity and rule sets, you start to free yourself. And as a natural consequence, you start to make broader decisions, have different thoughts, mm. have a different perspective, simply because the distortion patterns aren't causing you to have the same thoughts, the same emotions all the time. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm thinking about a client of mine who, uh, He's no longer a client, but he's an elderly man, mm -hmm. and he sees the world very narrow-minded. Mm -hmm. You know, you get married, then you have kids. You, mm -hmm. you know, you get vaccinated. You, it's He has his own rules, and mm -hmm. that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. And his body is reflecting that. Mm -hmm. Not only, okay, he's elderly, but I've known many elderly people in a different mm -hmm. state. He literally cannot even move his neck. Hmm. It's it's very reflective of his internal like, like rigidity. You rigidity. Your yeah. body's reflecting that. You cannot see any other way. Hmm. Literally, you can't look any other way. Hmm. So I'm just thinking like, wow, the freedom coming from choosing to connect with your higher self and have your own free will and and see the world in many different ways, I'm mm -hmm. sure reflects in all areas of your oh, life. Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. You know, less pain, I'm sure, less Yeah. stagnation. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say it's interesting. Most people don't realize how little free will they have. Mm. You know, we think we have a lot of it. Yeah. And what's odd is as you do more and more frequency work and as you clear more of your distortion, you realize how much binding there has been on the way you see the world. You, you, you're and just you like, didn't even notice you didn't even know until it's gone. Yeah. yeah. And how much that stressed you out or made you anxious or worried or had feelings of scarcity. When you start to release your distortion, you realize those same thought patterns aren't there anymore. Meaning the ones that put you into that spiral of whatever negative thing it was or you know the stress, the anxiety, the worry, whatever it is. And so as you release those distortion patterns and the resulting thoughts and emotion, because you're more neutral and you're not as attached to outcome, and you're more surrendered, you can be more in flow. So that means that instead of having to have everything rigidly defined or very certain, you can see what else happens. And yes, of course, you have more, like you have a higher level choice, does that make sense? But you're not being forced to choose something because out of like, 
um, just like knee-jerk reaction, you know? It's like conditioned. You don't have a choice. You actually have much more choice, which is what I'm talking about in terms of free will. And you're much more empowered to make that choice because you're not doing it out of like fear or worry or because you're conditioned to that. Mm. You're making it from a higher level perspective where you have more like internal confidence, internal strength, more trust, mm. more neutrality. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by that empowerment. It's different. I see. Yeah. Now, curveball, mm-hmm. what about astrology and yeah. destiny in that sense? Yeah. How would you tie those yeah. together? So it's interesting. A lot of people will talk about, so to me, and I'm not an expert in astrology, so please know that I, I respect the science of astrology. It's been around for a very long time. And to me, when I perceive it, it's the imprint of like the state of the, it's like an energetic imprint of at the time stamp that you were born of what the greater energy of the universe is doing. Okay. okay. So that to me is what it is. I'm not saying that's what everyone's interpretation is, but to me, that's what it is. Here's the fascinating thing. We are at a point in consciousness where consciousness is rising very quickly. As you free yourself from the distortion, as your your frequency resonance rises, I'm starting to see this. People can transcend their charts. Mm. They can transcend what the chart tells them is going to happen. Not maybe, it depends on how high your frequency resonance is, but you get to the point where it's, it's not like you're going counter to the universe. Please know I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But you realize your sovereignty as co-creator. You and the universe are creating together, right? So you're empowered to create something different if you want it. And it's, it, it sounds funny because it sounds like then you're just like dictating your will. It's just the way you want. But at that state, in order to even be able to do that, you have to be in a state of surrender from strength and neutrality. Does mm. that make sense? You're not controlling in the same way. No, it's coming from a different it's coming, source. Exactly. Yeah. It comes from a totally different place. So it really, like most things, depending on how high your frequency resonance is, you have more or less ability to be bound by your chart or to transcend it. And... I'm really starting to see people who are starting to transcend their charts. Mm. And it's kind of amazing, actually, because, like I said, when we truly, truly start to understand and recognize our sovereignty as co-creator, it's a really spectacular thing because it breaks the illusion of the physical reality, you know, that we're subject to life, what happens to us, just a greater power that we have no control over, that we have, you know what I mean, that we like have to submit to. Right. And I'm not saying that we are greater than God. So I did not say that. Please know I did not say that. I believe that we, in that surrender from strength state, that we are completely surrendered to pure source. However, we recognize that we are an aspect of the divine. We, we claim our own divinity and that we co-create with the divine. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, we're more empowered. So what else can you create? Everything, you know, and really we're breaking the illusion that we, like everything is fixed, right? And right. that we're subject to stuff. It's kind of, it's really spectacular this time that we're in. Yeah, that's very exciting and very clear. Thank you. So mm-hmm. like the idea of co-creating with source isn't really, um, isn't really destiny and free will dancing together because destiny's not involved in that. It's almost like big S self mm-hmm. And you dancing, like how would you describe co-creating in this sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's more like, how do I explain it? Mm. It's because you recognize, okay, so we're talking about a very high level, okay? So when you're embodying more of your big S self and you're resonating very high, you recognize 
yourself as infinite indestructible consciousness, which, which some people are actually being able to do, which is really amazing. You don't disdain your little self. You're just like, okay, this is the human me. It's all right. Yeah. You know, I see the limitation of it and I celebrate the aspects of humanness, but I don't, I'm not disgusted by it. Yeah. It's just there. And now I recognize because of my infiniteness that there's so much possibility and everything that's created is for me to grow and learn from. Not in a selfish kind of bratty way, but there's just so much potential. Okay, like what can I create that's gonna be amazing? That's gonna help not only, and as a result of that, it's not even like you desire to, it just will because you're at that level of resonance. It has to, that you, whatever you create will be not only helping you, will be helping the whole, you know, it'll be helping the one. It, like, it, do you see what I'm saying? Because you're at that higher level of resonance. It's not just about you and your right. journey. Because it's in that you understand that you are intrinsically part of the one. Yeah, the right? interconnectedness. The interconnectedness. Yeah. Yeah. So what you choose in that state is very different from like, you know, a lower state where you have all the distortions and you're like, I'd really like to have whatever it is because I want to feel successful, have money, do, you know, check all the boxes off my list. It's not the same in its resonance. So at that very high level, it becomes this extraordinary um, gift that this life is. It's like in the embodiment, what is possible? What can I express in this amazing gift of my life? And how does that ripple out into others? I don't know, let's find out, but it will, you know? Mm. So it's kind of a really different space. And when you're doing that, it's more like you're exercising that free will, right? Because you're, you're, it's at a, you're at a very high resonance and you recognize that you're not as bound by the things that you were bound by before, yeah. before you'd released all that stuff. So now, am I saying that you at some level will never have distortion? No, we're all going to have a distortion. It's just what part of the challenges of being human and how you learn and grow. Right. So it is awesome for teaching us stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, even at that state, it's not like you're like, geez, you know, this distortion pattern suck. You're like, well, this is kind of a bummer. I'm learning something, right? And in the yeah. moment, it might kind of be like, Ugh, right? But you get through it. It's kind of like thanking those that trigger you because exactly. they're teachers. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same. That's and the that in itself is coming from a higher yes. level, I would think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's when you really get to start to express this free will. And then when you feel that, you can be aware of your function. Meaning how, what it is that you're here to do, okay, for humanity. Now, I'm not talking, like a lot of people think about purpose. Like if I don't do this, then I failed and I've like screwed this lifetime. Or people wonder why am I here? here. What is my purpose? purpose? Exactly. You know, in that sense. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of us have chosen to learn something in this lifetime, whatever that is. And some people really want a very grandiose kind of thing because they're like, if I do this, then I'll be amazing and I'll have helped the humanity and the universe. And that's all wonderful. And what I'll say is, you know, we're all here to learn something. A number of us have specific functions in what we bring to people. And even though you may not even recognize your own gift of how you uplift others, we are blind to our own gifts often. We don't even recognize them. It's weird because it's so natural to us. Yeah. You know, we're just like, oh, yeah, well, doesn't everyone do that? And you're like, no, yeah. no, not everyone does that at all. <laughs> you know, I have this one uh, client. He just basically can do like he does something weird with time where he can do like someone else. Most people, 98 percent of the population, eight hours of work, he can do it in two. Huh. He does this really strange thing with time. He's like, well, and he gets really frustrated with people because they're not as productive as him. I'm like, that's. Because you yeah. have your thing. 
that's a that's a your thing thing. Yeah, but he doesn't recognize it. He just totally doesn't know, and he wow. just gets confused why other people can't. Yeah. Right. But he's. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So he's here to help. You know, with time and a whole bunch of different things, like we're blind to the things that we have gifts in, right. and that even those things that seem mundane to us and like very natural, and that everyone else should just have them, they're actually very special. So that's what I mean by you know, oftentimes we overlook what our purpose is because we think that they should be something more. I don't know, special. Yeah, or, or changing the whole, whole world, world in this really big one or, way. Yeah, exactly. Or famous or something. something. Yeah, but it's not required. Okay. In order for you to uplift self and other, yeah, you know? yeah. So really, what I'm hearing is the way in which you free will, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, like the the way in which you do it, like from a higher place, mm-hmm. really is what you're talking about here. Yeah, is is that empowered state? Yeah, and changing and rippling outward. Yeah, right? and how high your frequency resonance is yeah. dictates how much free will you have. Okay, so that's really the thing, and the way to that is self-empowerment, right? So Mm. that's what you're doing. So as you self-empower yourself by releasing the distortion patterns that keep you bound, you naturally have more free will. You naturally come into this higher state. You naturally start to um, open to all these things that we've been talking about in terms of co-creation from a higher level spot. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC, This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for self-empowerment and free will. So... If you have watched the interview, you know that as you release more and more distortion pattern, your frequency resonance rises, you're freer of those distortion patterns, and you gain more free will. Okay, so this particular GFC will help to accelerate that. And of course, every GFC will help that exponentially. Okay, so the more work you do, the more free will you gain. And when you reach a certain tipping point in terms of your frequency resonance, it really starts to accelerate, okay, in terms of how much self-empowerment you have and how much free will you can exercise. Okay, so becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the soles of your feet. 
Noticing what they're touching. Noticing if they're warm or cold. The surface under your feet, if your feet are on the floor. And noticing the air, if they're, if you're lying down. Good. Excellent. And now please become aware of your weight as it settles into whatever is supporting you. Okay, so this will be different depending if you're sitting or lying down or if you're standing, but just noticing your weight, how it's being held or distributed, and it, the contact points to whatever is supporting your weight. Mm-hmm. Good. Becoming aware now, please, of your breath. Just noticing it as it is, without changing it. Just for a couple of breaths. Can you notice without judging it? And then whenever you are ready, allowing your breath to deepen to become a much more full. To elongate. And if you can, please imagine or become aware or feel your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you. Most people don't really think about the direction of their breath. And what we're cultivating is spherical awareness. So just imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you. Good. Excellent. And now please become aware of your surroundings. So as you become aware of your surroundings, becoming aware of the feeling of the air on your skin, okay? Or just feeling the quality of the air. So the quality of the air changes all the time. Depends on the time of the day, the time of the year, what the weather is. So noticing whether the air feels warm or cool, whether it's damp and heavy, light and dry. Noticing if it moves. So just noticing the quality of the air and how it feels to you. Good. And then when you're ready, 
blinking your eyes open and noticing the quality of the light. You're not looking at anything particular. Okay, so maintaining a soft focus with your soft gaze with your eyes, just noticing the quality of the light, which also changes all the time. We just don't really notice it. Good. And now please triangulate. So for those of you who are more experienced and you prefer to triangulate with your eyes closed, you can do that. For those of you who are new, okay, and who prefer to triangulate with your eyes open, triangulating simply means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those inanimate objects are is not important. And as you notice each of these inanimate objects, what you'll notice is the distance between each object and you. And then feel the distance between each object and you. So if object A happens to be the TV, then you would notice that the distance between the TV and you is eight feet. And then you would feel the distance between the TV and you. And you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll realize or come to experience that as you do this for each object, your sense of where you are in space somehow becomes more clear, more precise, more present for you. Excellent. Whenever you have finished triangulating, blinking your eyes closed and bringing your attention, please, to the front of your throat and to the upper ribs. But from the inside, okay? So not the side facing the world, the side facing your organs. Uh -huh. And if you want to put a hand on each of these spots, then please go ahead and do that. And uh, if it becomes tiring to hold your hands there, then just release them. So if you're sitting up, for example, right, to hold your hands here for a long time, it may get tiring. So if that becomes uncomfortable, release your hands, All right? So let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath together. So inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five. And then whenever you finish that five count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out also for a count of five. And if you haven't blinked your eyes closed, please go ahead and do that. And after this one single long deep breath, breathing normally. And what we're waiting for is for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. 
So whilst we wait for that to happen, please note for those of you who are new that I'm working on the group level and the subgroup level. I also uh, occasionally work in silence. And when I do that, that's because I'm usually working with very high level frequencies. And uh, to make sound only drops the frequency resonance, which doesn't um, benefit you. I also do make sound occasionally. So you may hear me yawn, hum, or exhale sharply. And that's how I release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you're running. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you're running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to examine further. Good. Excellent. So now that the mastermind has um, become coherent, bringing your attention, please, to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. Let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question to ourselves. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to your source. And as you ask yourself that question, please become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of, imagine, sense, or feel this space, imagining a brilliance at its very, very core, that starts to get stronger, brighter, because you have your attention on it. And as it grows, it expands outwards through all of your cells, through your organs, out through your bones. Through your muscles and your flesh. All the way out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the external perimeter of your spirit body. which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming aware of the brilliance within the sphere. <clears throat> and now please become aware 
of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance up. Irrespective of where it began, one of the most important things that we do together because how high your frequency resonance is impacts everything from how much momentum you have on spirit level, how you perceive your reality, what your reality looks like, how much distortion you can release. Excellent. Bringing your attention now, please, to your entire spine. Okay. From the tip of your tailbone all the way up into your brain. So depending on what subgroup you're in, okay, so the first subgroup, so there's um, quite a number of you that have control patterns running through you. Okay, from lineage uh, and uh, religion, depending on who you are, sometimes both. Okay, so we're starting to peel off this first layer of control pattern here. And then there's another subgroup where there's really strong rule sets, okay? Dictated through culture, religion, lineage. They keep you confined to a certain sense of what you think is right and wrong, obligation, expectation, etc. okay? What even your possibilities are. So there are rule sets which govern how you even perceive what's even possible for you. So I'm just going to, uh, these are, some of you overlap in both the groups. So keeping your attention on your spine, uh, for some of you, these patterns are really quite intense. And so your mind is going to want to wander. So I encourage you to, uh, if you know this is you, to Put your hands on your spine and press okay, to keep your attention here on the spine. 
and to breathe into your spine. So imagine your breath filling up all the nooks and crannies within your spine. Good. Now imagining that brilliance that we just uh, worked with a few minutes ago, coming up through the very center view and starting to light up your spine. Good. Becoming aware, please, of your heart space and the center of your chest and your upper solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum, which is that big bone in the middle of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So the upper half of that space. Yeah, so heart space, upper half of the solar plexus. So right now what we're going to do here So many of you have obligations that you uh, and expectations that are set by these rule sets that I mentioned before. Okay, they're what um, determine if you're a good person or not. If someone else is a good person, if they're not, if they're acting appropriately, if you're acting appropriately, etc. Okay, so. There's nothing wrong with the rule sets, assuming that it's an active choice of something that you want. So what I'm going to do is just release, okay, some of these obligations. And for many of you, it's going to start to clarify where these rule sets are. And you're going to be, okay, so meaning you'll think to yourself, you'll judge somebody and you'll think, that's weird. Why did I think they should do that? Oh. My God, it's because I have a rule that if someone does X, they're rude and inconsiderate. Is that really true? Maybe they're just not paying attention. Like who knows what, what the thing is. But my point is that you'll start to get clarity on the rule sets that are binding you, that you don't even see. Good. 
Excellent. <sighs> yeah. Becoming aware now, please, of your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of that sternum. And about three inches or seven centimeters just beneath it. I'm just going to clear out your pain body. And we're doing this because your pain body has a memory of who you were before the distortion patterns were released, which makes it harder to integrate. You can integrate without me doing this, but this just makes it easier for you. You already have to integrate uh, quite a bit. So this just takes a couple of seconds, just keeping your attention here for a moment. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.